to another episode of Jesus and Coffee. Amen. My name is Jay Brooks and I'm your host for this daily devotional Bible study. I'm a Christian, a husband, a father, and a grandfather. I love Jesus and I love coffee, hence the name of this podcast. I have my Bible open in front of me in a nice hot mug of dark roast coffee, so I have everything I need to start my day. This isn't really about coffee, it's all about Jesus. I just drink coffee while I'm doing it, and I happen to love this song by John Waller. My wife and I met him two years ago this coming August at a free concert he gave at a church here in New England. We had a nice conversation, and he wasn't trying to get rid of us. He was genuinely interested in getting to know us a little bit. So check out his music, and if you have a chance, go to see him. I highly recommend it. He is a good Christian brother who loves Jesus and loves coffee, so that makes him my kind of guy. So let's get things started, shall we? Today I will read from the Holman Christian Standard Bible. I'm going to read John chapter 11, just three verses, 55, 56, and 57. Let's pray and get into the Word. Almighty God, we come before you in the name of Jesus, and we ask you to open our eyes that we may behold wonderful things from your Holy Word. Change us with your Word, because we desperately need to be changed. Speak to us through your word because we desperately need to hear your voice and reveal yourself to us from your word because we desperately need to know you. Amen. The Jewish Passover was near and many went up to Jerusalem from the country to purify themselves before the Passover. They were looking for Jesus and asking one another as they stood in the temple complex, what do you think? He won't come to the festival, will he? The chief priests and the Pharisees had given orders that if anyone knew where he was, he should report it so they could arrest him. The word of the Lord. Amen. The Passover was approaching. The Passover is one of the Jewish festivals which requires all adult males to be in Jerusalem. For some people, it would be a long journey, and since the journey may cause one to become ceremonially unclean in some way, Many pilgrims would arrive early to avail themselves of the ritual baths in the temple complex, which would be the first step towards becoming clean again. Many circumstances could cause a person to become ceremonially unclean, and the time it would take for a person to no longer be considered unclean varied depending on what it was that made them unclean in the first place. So as John says here, Menti went up to Jerusalem from the country to purify themselves before the Passover. Up to Jerusalem, they always say up to Jerusalem because Jerusalem was at a higher elevation, so no matter which direction you were coming from, you'd have to go up to get there. If you want to know a complete list of the things that could cause one to be unclean and how long they would remain unclean, 
you will have to read Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy because it's spread out all through those three books. As I have said in other episodes, the Jewish authorities put their religion on display to show the people their great piety. Even if they were not unclean, some of them would go through the process of cleansing themselves so there would be no doubt about how seriously they took the feast and the laws of purification. Maybe I have become unclean without being aware. I'll just jump in here and make sure everybody knows I follow the law. The religious authorities did not honor God. Their religious practice was not for God. It was for the people. They wanted to show everyone how holy and pious they were. These men would stand amongst a crowd and pray as loud as they could to attract attention to themselves. They would actually have trumpeters accompany them when they gave their offerings so everyone would see how generous and how holy they were. It was all a show. It was not spiritual at all. So the people that have come early to purify themselves are looking for Jesus. They expect him to be there and possibly put on a show of purification like the Jewish authorities did. After all, that's what the authorities did, so that's what they would probably expect from Jesus. After all, isn't he a holy man, a rabbi, a great teacher, a healer, a miracle worker? Yes, Jesus is all those things. He is nothing like the Jewish authorities, though. Jesus is God in the flesh. And if he had somehow become unclean, he would have cleansed himself privately. Therefore, there is no reason for him to come early and put on a show like the hypocrites do. In Matthew 6, 1 through 4, Jesus said, Be careful not to practice your righteousness in front of people, to be seen by them. Otherwise, you will have no reward from your Father in heaven. So whenever you give to the poor, don't sound a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and on the streets to be applauded by people, I assure you, they've got their reward. But when you give to the poor, don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing so that your giving may be in secret and your father who sees in secret will reward you. When the people don't see Jesus as an early arriver, they wonder if he will appear at all. Because the Pharisees had let it be known that if anyone knew of Jesus' whereabouts, they should report it so he could be arrested. Raising Lazarus from the dead was the last straw. They were going to put an end to Jesus as soon as they had the opportunity to do so. They would not let Jesus make fools of them anymore. They would not try to debate him. They would not stand for him performing any more miracles. They were just going to end him. Jesus' popularity, in their opinion, was not because of who he was, but because the uneducated masses were duped by him. His miracles, in their opinion, were either parlor tricks or done by the power of the devil. However, even if this Jesus was the Messiah, they didn't care. They had a good thing going, and they weren't going to let this Galilean ruin it for them. They were going to make sure if he showed up at the feast, they would get him and end this thing. They would not grab him in the open, however, or in a public place such as the temple complex because they feared the people would riot. And if the people rioted in the temple complex, that would bring the Romans pouring out of the Antonia Fortress into the temple complex. The Antonia Fortress was built right inside the temple complex. And they could come out in a moment's notice and 
take care of business, so to speak. If that happened, it would ruin the feast, of course, and it would very possibly end the arrangement that these Jewish authorities had with Pilate, which enabled them to live their lavish lifestyle and lord it over the people whom they had no respect or compassion for. Would Jesus avoid the feast completely? Do you think he is afraid to show up? Would he dare to come even though the Pharisees were gunning for him? Was he bold enough to enter the temple complex and teach knowing the possible consequences? Surely, if what he says about himself is true, he should be willing to appear. These are some of the things that were going through the crowd. This is the mood that was in the crowd. Some people expected him to come. Some people thought he would never come. Let me tell you that Jesus is not afraid. Jesus is bold enough. He will continue to do what the Father wills. Oh, he will struggle, that's for sure. In less than a week's time, he will be agonizing over what is before him and sweating blood. But he will do the Father's will as he always has. In Hebrews chapter 11, it says, For the joy that lay before him, he endured a cross and despised the shame. Yes, he will dare to show up at the feast. For that is the will of the Father, and he has always done the will of the Father. He will come to this feast, and he will die while carrying the sin of the world on his shoulders. He will do it for you and for me. He will pay the debt he doesn't owe, because we owe a debt we cannot pay. Thank you for listening to Jesus and Coffee. Amen. And may God richly bless you.